Hi everyone, welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Eliza and Adam. How's it going, gang? Hello. Hey. Howdy. Good. good. Good to hear. Uh, tonight, a very small crowd, but uh, you've got the three of us, and we're going to dive into some Disney news. So, Adam, why don't you uh, give us your first story? All right. Should I lead with the big story or like with the the not so big story? I'd go with something. I'd go with the teaser first. All right. So. Disneyland has its first ever after hours Christmas holiday party. It's called Merriest Nights and it's six nights. They've already had one. Um, They're all sold out. So unfortunately you can't just decide to go if you don't have tickets. But um, the big thing here is that they have, and we kind of knew this was going to happen, but we didn't know how it would happen. And, and I guess when you see it, it, it's amazing. So they have a the, the omnibus, which is the double decker bus that they drive down Main Street, and they have the Muppets on the omnibus singing Christmas carols. And oh if you have not gosh. seen if you have not seen the video, you must see the video because it is as good as you would think it would be. <gasps> Muppets now, which, singing Christmas carols—that's everything to me. Which which Muppets are on there? Is it Electric Mayhem? Uh, no, but they better do them for next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Uh, Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Gonzo, Sam Eagle, Pepe the Prawn, or excuse me, Pepe the King Prawn. Oh, I love and, him. And then at times, Sam Eagle gets replaced by some of the chickens. I love Sam the Eagle. He's like uh, one of my favorite Muppets of all time. Yeah, yeah. So then they sing, uh, among others, Here We Come, A Caroling, which I love that song and I haven't heard that in forever. And then I heard it. I heard the Muppets singing on the video, and I was like, <gasps> they do Fleece Navidad, Deck the Halls. Um, apparently, I do it four times a night, and uh, it's about a 10-minute show. It looks very adorable, and I hope that – first of all, I hope that they do it again next year and uh, for more than six nights. And I would really – God forbid they bring this to Disney World. Gee, oh. I don't know. Maybe Ugh. in Liberty Square where they used to have a show in the windows. Oh my gosh, I wish. I can only dream that that would happen. <sighs> I would like are... Honeydew and Dr. Bunsen. Yeah. Or wait, is it Bunsen and Hunt Beaker? Bunsen, Dr. Honeydew. Bunsen, Honeydew. Dr. Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker. That would be cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're real Muppets, too. They're not like robots. They're not a screen. They are real Muppets with, you know, performers. Uh, you don't see the performers because they got them all covered up, but... Yeah, so that's um, Marius Nights. They have some other like cool things. They have the other cool thing actually that happened there was they have Goofy as the ghost that he played in Mickey's um, Christmas Carol, right? Yeah. And his character was Jacob Marley, right? Yes. And then um, Scrooge as Scrooge McDuck as Scrooge. But in his like pajamas, and then they have Mickey and Minnie in their like old timey Muppets Christmas or not Muppets Mickey's Christmas Carol uniform uniforms outfits. Well, I'm really not getting it right today. They have some like some oddballs from Frozen, like Wandering Oaken and the Duke of Weaselton. That was cool to see them. Weselton. Weselton. Like I don't think we've ever had. Um, I don't think we've ever had. Those characters in the parks. And if we have, I've never seen them. So 
Um, this is a this is like the Christmas party at Disney World. It's a hard ticket after hours event, and um, they have like uh, dance parties and everything, and parade and fireworks and such. But um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it looks good. Nice. I I really like how they uh, split out their uh, Halloween and Christmas uh, after hours events. They do the Oogie Boogie Bash in California Adventure. And they do the after hours Christmas party over in Disneyland. So very, very interesting how they do that. So are these like characters, Adam, that are walking around? Uh, no, those characters are in like behind rope, if you will, in spots where you can take a picture. Uh, but you're kind of like you're, you're separated, you know. So it's it's kind of like how they do in Disney World, where they you know they have characters out in spots and they're standing there. And you can kind of like line up and take a picture, but you're you're distance. You're not, you know, right next to the person. Well, um, that's, that's really cool, though, because they have yeah. the best characters in Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, and and the the Mickey's Christmas Carol characters was a surprise. Nobody knew that stuff was happening until they just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the the goofy as it goes looks really good because he's like all that teal blue ghost color, whatever that color is. And um, it looks fantastic. I can't believe that they were able to pull that off. Nice. I, I haven't seen that yet, so I'll, I'll have to look that up. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely looking up the Muppets. All right, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for that story. And uh, Liza, what do you have for us? I've got something that you might want to buy for Cheryl, Tony. What would that be? Whenever you've lost your mind and... Uh, he's done that a couple times already. Yeah, well, I don't think he's done it like this. Okay, Walt Disney World has a 50th anniversary Lux logo jeweled ear hat, limited edition. Comes with a black dust bag and a decorative 50th commemorative box. And mm. it's only going to cost $1,000. Oh, you know what? Get me one for each of the girls. <laughs> Exactly. It is. It's like a full hat. Okay. So it's not just like the ears. It's like the one that you used to have that you'd get monogrammed with the ears on it. And it kind of went over your head like a beanie. Um, But it's still a thousand dollars. Now, I'm not sure if they specifically size it to you. They probably don't. I'm assuming they've only made a limited edition of these. There, there can't be that many because how many people and, and, you know, come at me if you've got anybody's bought this on the page, because I would like to know, is it like just way cooler in person than it looks on the photos? Because I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine wearing this thing. It's like a disco ball. It's so shiny. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's solid. I don't, I don't want to shame like people for liking things. I'm not gonna ear shame. I'm not gonna ear shame. But I I think this thing actually looks ugly. Um and I can't believe it's that much money. It honestly looks like and, and I don't know anything about style and fashion and everything, but it honestly looks like a child like glued on gold gems to an ear hat. I thought that too. I thought what I could do is I could recreate this from things at Michael's or your local craft store, your Joann's or wherever you may go. And I could get my little Mod Podge and my hot glue gun and make one a lot less than that. I was, 
I was on Instagram and the people's comments underneath it were like, you could just buy this on Etsy for like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like maybe a hundred bucks. Maybe. I don't even know. Then they also have. So for, if you don't, you want to feel like you got something expensive, but you didn't want to pay a thousand dollars. You can get the limited edition Lux logo leather ear headband. By Loungefly for $225, which is a little cheaper. And it's the same motif. So you've got a solid gold ear and you've got a black bow that's leather in the front. But it's still, you know, I got to say, I wasn't wild about the 50th merchandise. There was nothing that they were selling that I thought I'd have to have that I just didn't like the theme, the colors of it and all of that. It wasn't for me. Other people were really loving it. I saw people lined up out the store for it, but I just, uh, you know, it wasn't calling my name. Well, you know, Liza, luckily we have a headband expert on the show this evening. Yes. Uh, And and that would be Adam. Adam, have you seen the headband? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at it right now. So this leather one you're talking about, um, it, it does look pretty. Uh, I wonder if it's real leather. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it better be for 250 bucks. I was going to say, it better be. And Now, the pattern on the ear is a mix of the 50 logo and the Cinderella castle. It's actually a pretty pattern. I, these these don't look – these look – I don't know. I, I, these look better than this $1,000 ear hat with the, the glue – with the gems stuck on there with hot glue. Like, this actually looks like somebody – this looks like somebody designed this, whereas the other one just kind of looks like somebody like just said, hey, let's get a gold hat and put it out there and figure it out the cheapest way to do it and charge the most money. But um, this one is nice. Now, we are we got a couple more years to go up, but that one is probably my favorite. Um, Yeah, well, there's one more uh, that they're selling. And if you really want to make it fancy, it is the Vera Wang bridal headband with veil. And it is $600 plus tax. So it is a black and white ear headband that's jeweled. It looks like a little velvety black fabric with um, like diamond rhinestones on it and a giant white bow with a veil. Um, So I feel like it's displayed next to the $1,000 gold ears. So, um, there's a theme here. It's a ton of money on ears. Apparently, people are buying them because why would they make this many if people weren't? Well, the Vera Wang one sold out within like a couple of minutes online. Oh, my goodness. And it probably helps that it's Vera Wang and she's a big time designer. I, they do look very pretty. Um, They're better than the other two. Yeah. And they and they definitely work better with other things. Um, the gold, the the problem with the gold is like, you know, like, you know, it's not saying like gold doesn't really work with everything, whereas silver works with everything. Right. Mm. Um, I think that the Vera Wang ones, I think, just work better with other ones. But it's a very similar style in that it, it looks like gemstones are just kind of glued to the ears. I know that's not the case. I know Vera Wang is a big time designer, but at the same time, like, you know, how much. I don't know. I mean, hopefully well, they put a lot of effort into them. Bucks. And for that much money, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, they better hopefully. not fall apart when we get to the car. 
That's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, Ooh. I just already lost a gemstone off of this, and it fell apart when I got to the car. And okay, now... no. You know what, though? The Vera Wang ones are a little are, are nicer in that the, the stones are in a pattern on the ear. I, I apologize. Whereas that, that gold hat was just randomly... Yeah, it looked like they just like put a bunch of glue on it and then threw the rhinestones and sequence on the hat. Now, now another question is, so they call this bridal headband. Are brides wearing this to their wedding? They probably will be like, (laughs) well, they probably there's probably been people that have gotten married in this. We saw so many weddings. I saw two weddings at the Grand Floridian when I stayed there. And I'm talking big, fancy weddings. I mean, because it's got to be kind of nice, you know, to be at the Grand. I mean, that's a pretty swanky joint, you know. Indoors? You saw this happening? Um, No, they were outside. But I saw them. See, I saw the comings and goings. They probably went to the park, like, super early before it opened, you know, to do photos or to do the wedding or whatever. And then they came back. And then they had an event set up in the grounds of the Grand Floridian. And then I saw they had the the Grand One. Somebody had that rented out. I mean, there was a lot going on. And every day I felt like there was something like that happening. I can see somebody like that that's having that event definitely like having this, you know, wearing these ears or something like that, you know, because some people were wearing the ears that were guess- in the wedding. I guess for pictures, I don't know. I just, I don't, maybe I should, maybe I don't, again, I don't want to ear shame, but don't I just, ear shame. I feel I've got like a collection. I don't think you should say your, I feel like the saying I do's with the ear I had been on is a bit, <laughs> bit much. It's like, where do I look? Do I look in your eyes? Do I look at your ears? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know yeah. I mean, I'm fine with like the pictures afterwards. That makes sense, but. I don't know. I, well, I, I guess typical man. What do I know about any of this stuff? Yeah. Well, it's six hundred bucks, Adam. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it's all 600, anybody needs. Six hundred bucks that I will not be spending on ears. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't blame you there, Tony. I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger on that. Um, you somebody... know, somebody's gonna make the knockoff of these though on Etsy or something. Oh, they've probably already done it. It's already yeah. happened. <laughs> it's already happened. Yes, for manufacturing. Well, that's my Excellent. story. Crazy exorbitant money for ears. Oh, thank you, Liza. Uh, I'm going to venture into the world of uh, Disney Plus. As many of you know, November 12th was Disney Plus Day, uh, celebrating the second anniversary of Disney's streaming service. Uh, I'm, uh, I apologize. I didn't wish you guys a happy Disney Plus Day on the 12th. Oh, I didn't even know it happened. Well, you know what? Adam, to you and all of our listeners, happy belated Disney Plus Day. Happy belated Disney Plus Thank Day. Thank you. And That's to right. you. It, it was a big deal. All of the parks rolled out the blue carpet. Uh, they lit up uh, uh, Spaceship Earth with a, a Disney uh, Plus blue color. Uh, the cruise line got into it. So uh, every every Disney park around the world, I believe, celebrated uh, I know Chris was in Disneyland. I believe she had pictures from that's the blue right. carpet. That's right. She had the blue carpet. I didn't know what the heck was going on. That's right. It was a big day. And uh, there were a ton of announcements that came out that day. So we know that Disney has uh, made the shift into a streaming company. So they're putting a lot of their resources into streaming. And uh, the, the biggest uh, property that, that Disney owns that um, – had a ton of announcements this past week was the Marvel 
uh, properties. And we got an extended four-plus-minute look at uh, the new Hawkeye series, which debuts November 24th on Disney+. Plus. We got the first look at three new shows, uh, and that is Moon Knight, uh, Ms. Marvel, and She-Hulk, who is uh, Bruce Banner's uh, cousin, uh, who is also uh, a, a member of the Hulk family. Um, so that was kind of cool to get the first live-action looks at those shows. But they also announced a a ton of new other content, uh, and that would be I Am Groot, which is a series of shorts starring uh, a younger version of Groot. Uh, we're going to get What If Season 2. We're going to get Loki Season 2. We're going to get um, a new show called Marvel Zombies, which is based on the zombie episode of What If. We're going to get the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special uh, for 2022. That is being filmed concurrently with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, so that is exciting. Um, we're going to get a new cartoon called X-Men 97, which is an animated uh, series. That's why it's a cartoon, I guess. And uh, we're also going to get another cartoon um an animated show, I, I guess, called Spider-Man Freshman Years, which looks at Peter Parker uh, in his early days as Spider-Man. Uh, there's going to be a new Marvel live-action show called Echo. Uh, that is going to star a character named Echo that we will meet in the Hawkeye series. And I'm excited for uh, two series um, that were announced, and that is Agatha, House of Darkness, uh, that is Catherine Hahn reprising her role as Agatha Harkness uh, from the WandaVision series. She's getting her own uh, show on Disney Plus and Secret Invasion, which is being led by uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, uh, which is a look at the uh, Skrull, uh, the race of Skrulls who, who have uh, managed to find their way to Earth. And it's a secret invasion because they're obviously disguised as humans uh, as they were in um, uh, Captain Marvel. So uh, that is big news. Um, also got the, the announcement about Ironheart, uh, which is a new show starring uh, Riri Williams, who is a genius who takes over as the female version of Iron Man. Um, so that is all of the Marvel announcements. But we're not done because it was Disney Plus Day. And there is, of course, stuff other than Marvel on there. Um, Star Wars had a uh, sizzle reel related to the Obi-Wan miniseries uh, that will be coming out. There was also a, a look under the helmet at uh, Boba Fett. So if you're a Boba Fett fan, uh, you get a look at the uh, origins of the character and, and how he came about in the Star Wars universe. Did you, did you watch that, Tony? I did not. It is queued up, but I have not yet watched it. Oh, I watched it. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's 20 minutes it's okay. uh it has a lot a lot of George Lucas. It's got a lot of um it's got a lot of some stuff from the prequels. Uh it's good. I liked it a lot. Okay. Very cool. Um the, 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 I'll probably watch it within the next couple of days. So, uh looking forward to that. Uh on the animated front, there's going to be a new Tiana animated musical series uh coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Uh, this series follows Tiana from uh, Princess and the Frog as she is the newly crowned princess of Maldonia. And uh, these will be her new adventures. So that is coming. And then on the live action front, 
uh, there were a couple of announcements. Uh, the official logo for Disenchanted, which is the sequel to Disney's Enchanted, uh, was released. That will be coming to Disney Plus in the fall of 2022. I'm so excited about that. And Enchanted made its Disney Plus debut on, on Disney Plus Day. Um, and we got the first uh, look, the first cast picture from Hocus Pocus 2 of the Sanderson sisters. And I'm excited for for this last announcement here, and that is that the live-action Pinocchio movie will premiere in the fall of 2022 on Disney+, and we will get Tom Hanks as Geppetto. <gasps> oh! Who's going to be Pinocchio? Uh, Pinocchio is going to be voiced by Benjamin Evan Ainsworth from The Haunting of Bly Manor. I, I don't <laughs> know uh, his work. Um, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt will be Jiminy Cricket. That uh, Pinocchio kid, he got lucky. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm coming up. I'm moving right. up. It, it's directed by uh, Robert Zemeckis, right? Robert Zemeckis, correct. Yeah. From Back to the Future fame. So, you know, this is this is not a, a Disney Channel uh, movie. This is actually a movie that they have put considerable, um, you know, resources behind in terms of talent and money. So that's the nice thing about the streaming service is – you know, a lot of times if, if we got a, a movie on, on the Disney Channel, you know, they were always kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. um, like those Descendants movies. I'm not a big fan of them, but they're Disney Channel movies and they're they're just kind of like, eh. you know, I, I don't think I'd pay to go see them in a movie theater, but they're Disney Channel type stuff. This is Disney Plus, so they've got a little more money behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm expecting a, a, a movie, you know, a theater quality movie. Uh, being released on on the Disney Plus uh, channel. I, I, the I, I pin- can't say the, streaming the, entity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pinocchio movie. They haven't. I don't think they've said how what it is. If it's CGI, if it's well, if it's the of voice like, of if it's the voice of. Yeah, well, it is a it is a live action retelling. Yeah, so well, I mean, I, so, I that's, so they call it live action, but they also called like the Lion King live action, which we all know wasn't. Those were not real animals. Those are CGI animals. So, so we don't know how they're gonna do this because, like Zemeckis did the, um, didn't he do the Polar Express movie? Was that Zemeckis? I think so. And that was a motion capture. Um, right. Well, it's funny because actors who are voice talent, they say who they're voicing, but for other characters, it's you know. Starring Tom Hanks. It doesn't say yeah. Tom Hanks voicing. It's Robert Zemeckis. Geppetto. That's um, why but. I think that he, that's why some of it's going to be the CGI, like Pinocchio. And But of course, when he turns into a real boy, I'm sure he'll be a real boy. Right. Spoiler mm. alert. I would not be surprised if it's in the vein <laughs> of uh, Jungle Book or Lion King. <laughs> Spoiler alert becomes a real boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. sorry <laughs> I'm it for you. Way to ruin it, Liza. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he created Monster House. That was a cute movie. So <laughs> I liked that movie. It was cute. So so that is all the Disney Plus uh, news on new shows that we have to look forward to. Um, I'm not even going to get into the new content that was released or the fact that uh, – a number of Marvel movies have been released in IMAX format. Uh, so you get more screen 
um, if if you check those out. Sounds but, like you uh, just did uh, talk about that, Tommy. I, I know you see see what I did there. <laughs> you just um, you did it what I do. <laughs> so I'm I'm very excited. I look forward to Disney Plus Day uh, 2022, where we will celebrate the three year anniversary and my three year subscription will expire. So. Uh, um, I, I need to start shopping for Disney Plus Day next year, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a Disney Plus blue outfit to wear. Um, <laughs> so Liza, I, I know Adam has Disney Plus. Do you have Disney Plus? Um, yes, I do. And and what are your thoughts on it? I have been thrilled by it. No, I love Disney Plus though. I'm so excited. They do put out quality stuff. I love that you can watch all of the old Disney movies that I used to have in VHS and DVD, but now I don't even have to worry about it. I could just watch them whenever I want on Disney plus. There you go. You're like a, you're a walking ad for Disney plus. I know. (laughs) I love it though. And I love that we can see these new films on Disney plus. Like I would be so excited when Pinocchio comes out. I'm going to watch that for sure. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch Enchanted. I love Enchanted. I got it. My girls have it. They might have seen it a long time ago, but they were really little. We're going to rewatch that one. We're going to watch Enchanted 2. Even the new Hocus Pocus I would be into, even though I wasn't a huge fan of the first one, but I do love Ben Midler. That's it. That's another movie, Hocus Pocus 2. That's another movie where they they got, I mean, Ben Midler and. Sarah Jessica uh, Parker. Yeah, Parker. Like they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are. Why no love for Kathy Najimny? Uh, well, I don't know how expensive she is an actress. I don't but remember like, her. But I tell you this. Forty bucks. But you know what? Like, if you get the two, you have to get the third. So I'm sure she commanded a good, a good. Uh, if she was smart, she if, did. Yeah, because she because like what, like what are you gonna are you gonna do Hocus Pocus two without her? Like she probably said, I want the same rate that they get. And, and for all I know, that, that probably happens. I don't know how that all works. But um, but yeah, that's another movie that I'm like kind of sur- I am surprised they're putting that Pinocchio movie. Um, Hold on, time out. Theaters. Zemeckis. Yeah. Was yeah, he's big, a he, big, big director. Boris Gump. Yeah. yeah, he's big time. Oh, he's, done a, like, he's done a ton of stuff with house? Tom Hanks. <laughs> he's done a ton, ton of stuff with Tom Hanks, and then like they're like buddies, I guess, or something. Wow, that's crazy. He was also he passed away and executive producer of Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> oh. <With> that. <laughs> That was creepy, man. That kept me up at night. I was like, yeah. oh, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Disney, Disney Plus is good, but, like, you know, when they have their earnings calls, they're not meeting their, like, subscriber expectation or uh, subscription expectations. And Well, you know what? This is the first time they haven't met because the last quarterly earnings call, it was like, oh, we're way above expectations. And then they slip by, like, you know, their projection doesn't uh, meet what what the analyst predicted. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, Disney going down the tubes. And the next call, there'll be 5,000 people over where they were supposed to be. And it'll be, oh, the greatest streaming service ever. Now, if we're now, let's just now now Disney Plus debuted in November of 19. Let's say there is no pandemic. Um, Does Disney Plus uh, accelerate as fast as it did in the early in that first year? Probably not. I would think. I mean, well, I I think part of the reason why it it got so popular is because you know people were home and not able to go to Disney. Um, Right, and and I think that they met their their three year goals in within the first year of of the service, and the pandemic had a lot to do with it. So you, you know they've they've grown at a rate than they faster than they initially expected. 
But then, of course, when you factor the pandemic into it and the fact that people were home, they did adjust their their growth rates accordingly. So, um, you know, if you had gone into that November 19, where they look to be three, five years down the road, it was definitely not, you know, it, it did not turn out to be uh, that slow of a growth. Yeah. And, um, and then the other thing they have to they have to keep doing is original content. Which is what like Netflix does really well because Netflix like puts out like a new movie like every week and and they have their so many of their own shows that they're putting out. Whereas Disney like they're like when you look at just original content and like what people are watching, Disney does not have that much. But they but you know they have other things like Netflix only exists in Netflix. That's it. Whereas Disney exists at the movie theater. It exists on ABC. It exists on Hulu. It exists on FX now, and and Disney Plus. So so they have to spread out their um their new stuff all over the place. Whereas Netflix new stuff is right there. Same thing with Amazon. Amazon their new stuff is just on Amazon. Right. Um, Apple TV Plus the the new stuff for Apple is right there. Yeah, I mean Marvel um, Cinematic HBO Universe. HBO is a little. HBO doesn't produce. Um. HBO doesn't really produce a lot of their own movies. I don't, not really. They have some, but not like not to the effect of what Disney does. Right. Um, but so I think, you know, they really hit well with the Marvel shows this year and next year they're going to have a lot more Star Wars shows. We think, although they really didn't say like when dates when these things are actually happening. But um, no, they haven't. We we know that. Um... Obi-Wan is in production and Andor, the Cassian Andor series is, I believe, finished with with filming. Yeah. So and, um, and they're coming next year. We just don't know when. And right. and they also won't, they're not going to like not going to put them on top of each other. They're going to spread them out so that people keep their subscription going, which which all exactly. that makes sense. It's just exactly. anyway, not to like drag this on and on. So kudos yeah. to Disney Plus. Congratulations on two years. I'm very happy with you. All right. Speaking of people, I'm very happy with uh, Adam. Let's uh, let's get to your second story. What do you have for us? Well, th- this is a big story because this was a surprise to like everybody today. Uh, today is Monday the fifteenth. Disney at the IAPA conference, which is the um, uh, trade show for themed entertainment. It happened in Orlando, or it's happening in Orlando right now. Um, Josh Tomorrow was there, which I didn't realize he was going to be there. And at some lunch, they announced that they are going to be redoing, reimagining Toontown in Disneyland. Um, par that's going to close in March of next year, and it's not going to open again. The whole the whole land is not going to open again until uh, 2020, early 2023, and it's going to open with the new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction which uh, is the one that is in disney hollywood studios right now which we knew that ride was coming we just did not know that they would be redoing like t- toontown they to released, go along with that ride yeah yeah they released <gasps> concept art and um the main thing that they did was they add they, they cut away a lot of the concrete pathways and they're adding a big green space which they say is going to uh have uh, areas of play for kids and families to uh, relax and be together, which I think is good because uh, I don't have small children, but Liza and Tony, you had small children at some point. I'm sure you guys, your kids would enjoy a place to just run around for 15 minutes. Oh, and yeah. Kind of crash without having to like wait on the line and 
a ride and such. Like just literally just a green space where they can just run around and, you know, sit down. Well, I think they're going to re-theme this to look like that Mickey that's in the Runaway Railway. Yeah, they have they have a new fountain that they're going to put in, and it, it does look like it. It's hard to tell if it's pie-eyed Mickey or if it's like. Oh, I think you it's know. totally going to be pie-eyed Mickey. Yeah. Because he's the one that they are having all the new cartoons, and the, when you ride on the Magical Express, you'd see those cartoons, and they're just those are more promoted, I think, now than the old school Mickey yeah. and the old tunes. I think it's. Uh, I mean, and I know Tony doesn't approve. And, and based on the based on the it. based on the um the concept art, the Mickey and Minnie's houses are still there. Donald's duck boat is still there so i'm assuming those meet and greets will stay um they did say that they're going to name this new green area centennial park that's cute it's a play on centennial now i thought this morning that centennial is a hundred and the hundredth anniversary of the company is 2023 and this is supposed to open in 2023 so i think they did that on purpose they want the hundredth anniversary. They want something for the hundredth anniversary of the, of the company, and it's going to be in Toontown at a park. That would be cute. Isn't that funny? Oh, so have they said anything about Roger Rabbit? They so officially in this in this thing, no. In this post, no, they did not. But in other posts, they talked that they would be reimagining Roger Rabbit. To have more of a focus on Jessica Rabbit, which that has not happened yet. So I think separately they confirm that Roger Rabbit attraction will still be there. I think they're just going to go through and change some of it. Right. She's supposed to be the private eye. <laughs> That's right. So if you want to go see Toontown, uh, get there before March of next year, 2022, because it's going to be closed mm, f- probably for a year, I would think. While they redo all this stuff. So the, wow. the concept art looks good. The concept art looks it's good. Toontown is not like it's not an original Walt land. OK, it's 30 years old. Um, so I think it's OK to change things here without getting too crazy. Uh, the trolley that it appears that the the trolley tracks are going away. But that trolley hasn't worked in 25 years, I think. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think because it. I honestly think it was because it was dangerous because it was just an open trolley with kids running around and, and um, people were getting, like running into it or something. So I don't know if that's the whole story, but um, I, I mean, the concept art looks like uh, Gadget's Go Coaster is still there. And um, most of the other areas of Toontown kind of still say the same. So. I think it's good. I think um, it's good. It's a refresh. I mean, Disneyland's Tomorrowland probably needs something soon. Mm -hmm. And they're still not talking about that. Oh, it does. Yeah. So so I don't know what they're waiting for with that. Maybe they're waiting for more money. Who knows? But Well, everybody's waiting for more money, Adam. That's true. I'm still waiting. How about that? (laughs) Awesome. Great story, Adam. Thank you. So, Liza, what what do you have for us to, to wrap things up here? Yeah, so the magic of Christmas is back at Universal with the Hogwarts Castle nighttime show. And if you guys haven't seen it, it is spectacular. I thought it was the projections were better than at Disney. I don't know what they do. I don't know if it's the way that they're projecting it. I don't know, but it's just magical. It's very, very beautiful. 
I love it. Have you seen it? Well, I guess you haven't seen it, Adam. Have you seen it, Tony? Uh, the projections in Hogsmeade? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it a few years ago. So um, I, I do agree. I think that their projections uh, in Hogsmeade are, are amazing. Um, and I wonder if it has to do with the color, because a lot of that stuff is dark and you're not trying to project onto a castle. I don't know. Maybe it's what they're projecting, too, because it's more like that magical like you know harry potter stuff so but it's really cool and then they got the music playing and it's it's just really nice so i'm really glad that that's back and it's a perfect way to end in the day over there i mean it's just it's really nice to see that i wish they would do it all year though like they need to have a different projection for every season but i love a seasonal decoration because I'm the who doesn't? crazy. I, I do. I when I was growing up, we didn't have those. So then when I became an adult, I was like, I need Easter stuff. So then I have Easter stuff everywhere. I need tons of Christmas, tons of everything. I love seasonal decorations. So I'm a sucker for that. All right. Well, uh, it's good to see that the Christmas spirit has reached Universal. I know their big season is Halloween and uh, they've wrapped up their Halloween Horror Nights, which still scares the bejesus out of me most of the oh time. Oh, my gosh, Tony. I walked into this store and there was this gigantic they still had something left open, like up in there. It looked like I can't even it was like some crazy, scary creature. I said, oh, no. Liza doesn't do this kind of stuff. Mm -mm. I don't do evil stuff. I don't do it. I was like, I am not. No, no, no. Not no, doing it. I, yeah, it's I guess they're good, but it's a little too intense for me. Too intense for me, too. I can't do it. Awesome. All right, Adam, any any closing thoughts? Uh, go, um, if you're able to, go to the Disney parks for Christmas. You can go to Universal, too, I guess, if you want. And, um, I don't know. Uh, but uh, Epcot's got their International Festival Holidays. They got the Cookie Stroll. Uh, if you can get to Disneyland, go check out their Christmas stuff. They got the par Christmas parade twice a day. Wow. That's to all guests. A real parade. Um, nice. They've got uh, go check out tomorrow uh, Toontown before it's closed up. Uh, a lot of stuff happening. They've got the they've got the uh, Philly Navidad like festival over there in DCA. Um, a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. And you forgot there's actually some free stuff you can do in Disney Springs if you're in Florida. You can go on the Christmas tree trail, uh, and you can meet Santa. So you don't have to go into the parks. You don't have to spend money to do some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Go meet Santa. Go meet Santa Claus and ask him, tell him what you want for Christmas. Although he should already know, so he should, he's and he usually does. It, I guess. That's right. He has to check your list twice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. If you'd like to spend the holidays in a Disney park, Universal, or any other location for that matter, you can check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Liza and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye.